Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome to the Guardians of Splendor podcast. We are the Guardians of Splendor, and we play games, especially tabletop games. Today, we'll be playing Pathfinder, first edition, for your listening pleasure. My name is Jim, and I will be your game master today. Joining me at the table today are my fellow Guardians of all things Splendiferous, Kayla. Say hello, Kayla. Hello. Jaime. Say hello, Jaime. Hello, hello. Adam, say hey, Adam. Hey, Adam. And of course, Jeff. Say hello, Jeff. What up, what up? As I stated, today we'll be playing Pathfinder First Edition, modified with some house rules, more information about us. Our game, house rules, and all the stuff about us will be presented at the end of the episode. And so, without any further ado, let's get into the action. Last time on Guardians of Splendor, your group mounted an excursion out to the city to deal with some bandits and convince the local farming villages to trade you a portion of their supplies in return for your city's protection. Uh, successfully, I might mention. Uh, and have now returned back to the city. Once you return back to the city, uh, you send a report back to Sergio... Uh, and uh, he in turn asked you guys to come and give him a report in person the following day. Uh, so rest, relax, regather your strength, and uh, we'll open as you are uh, coming into the palace to give your report. What's the palace's policy on horses? Ramps. Uh, there are ramps everywhere. Don't bring a horse into the palace itself. <laughs> not the not the vegetable. <laughs> Once there, uh, you'll be directed to go uh, all the way to the top floor to what are now Sergio's chambers, what used to be the Emperor's chambers, where in... Uh, years past many years past now you guys fought and killed the emperor himself in these chambers have we had a, a plaque placed where he died to commemorate that day i know it's his like bed chambers now like for sergio but like i feel like we should have a plaque like a, maybe a bronze bust of uh Fruceus, like stabbing the emperor but like Fruceus is like, like bigger than the emperor you oh. know symbolically <laughs> yeah <laughs> Everything, every every statue of Fruceus. A relief, relief, maybe. When you get there, there is no relief or uh, bust or anything else commemorating, or horse uh, commemorating uh, Fruceus's victory. Although, there probably is somewhere in the palace, just not here. It, it started there, and then it got moved. <laughs> uh... This room, which was once just a bedchamber, has been basically turned into uh, a, uh, a working office and war room for Sergio, uh, overlooking uh, the the ocean and uh, with the large t uh, tables that have maps of the city and uh, what few maps uh, were confiscated from the Behemoth. Uh, that show parts of the, the wider world beyond. Um, 
at least ones that show you, like, the large rivers and uh, uh, large cities that existed in the Empire. Uh, what's out there now is somewhat of a mystery. And uh, uh, Vincenzo and Cassia are also there, uh, listening as you give report as to what you saw and did uh, during your excursion out of the city. Um, as you had, you know, sent a messenger ahead uh, the day prior with the information, uh, Sergio is less interested in your... Uh, success against the bandits, although he will uh, congratulate you on your victory. Uh, but he is more interested in your interactions with the the river traders, the people that you met on the that had been traveling up and down the river, traveling, and their stories of having found no behemoth in the wider world. After you give your full report, Sergio kind of falls quiet for a while. And he, and thinking hard while staring in his boots kind of thing. And then after a little bit, kind of shakes his head and says, Well, this changes much. Dramatically. If the Bayamith are actually gone, then perhaps we should be moving out of the, the city, focusing less on defense and more on moving some of our people out to take use of the farmland? kind of shakes his head again he says i i was not meant to be a king i as a a rebel leader i knew what to do give me a good sewer to hide in and a behemoth that i need to stab in the night this uh, well we must play uh, play the game as it is given to us uh, I need information, though. If we are to re to make any sort of decision, we have to make it based on good information. If the Behemoth are out there just beyond where you have traveled or beyond where these river folk have traveled, then we need to know that. And if they're truly gone, kind of drifts off for a second as you can see him just can't quite grasp that concept. This is, if they're truly gone, then we need to know what's out there in their place. Either way, we need information. Octavia, do you have a soldier you think could run your gate garrison in your stead? Uh, I've been working on training my replacement for when the time comes. They've done fine the last time we went out, so I can't imagine they would have too many issues. If I leave them some detailed explanations of how to get things done, they'll be fine. Gets up, goes over to one of the, the map tables, and uh, points to uh, uh, an area on the map tables and says, uh, This is the, uh, the, the Great Valley surround that, uh, you know, the Imperial Center. Uh, I'm mostly interested in the area in between these two large rivers. And he, he points, and you can see that there's three larger rivers that flow through the Great Valley, all of which converge on, uh, the Imperial, or on the former Imperial City, 
uh, now known as Helosia, the city that you guys live in. This is our reports indicated that when they fled, most of the Behemoth fled to the north. So if there is an area that they are free of, it probably would be to the south of the largest river. And, uh, well, seeing as how there are two rivers there, the area in between them seems to be a, a natural enough boundary. If you are willing to explore this for me, I'm willing to give uh, you and your district a year's abatement from taxes in return for this service. And, um, kind of looks over at Cassia, and uh, you can see him thinking for a second, and he says, I'll also give you the the loot that you brought back from the bandits. Uh, you can use that as uh, some sort of trade goods, possibly being able to trade it with whoever you find out there for supplies or whatever can be found. He's, he's you know, kind of thinking these things out as he says it, and you, you hear Cassia kind of clear her voice or clear her throat and look at him and kind of expect expectantly he's like oh and we'll send you some of cassia's coins she's been melting down the old behemoth coins and minting new ones she uh thinks it is uh important that uh money is good trade if it is to start uh be free of behemoth influence and we don't use behemoth coins for it be nice if we had a way to store them they're also unwieldy maybe punch a hole in the center or something like that I mean, they already do have a hole in the center, so... Perfect. That... We should keep that. Uh, the new coins that Cassia <laughs> is striking, however, do not have holes in the center. So are we calling these coins? Is that going to be the official... Pieces of gold? ...name of the currency? Uh, questions that I did not think were going to come up today, but I at least do have an answer for. Uh, no. Uh, they are... <laughs> naming the... What do they call them? Rick and Morty schmeckles? Uh, nope. We are not going to... Uh... <laughs> Zenny? Zenny. Oh, oh, I like both of these answers. Double so dollars? Than I like, uh, Double dollars? Answers that I have. She is currently uh, minting only four coins. The Denarius, the uh, Argentus, and the Radiate... And the Arius. That is way too hard to remember. What are they collectively called? Ar is Arius gold? You would think so, but no, that's a platinum piece. So, my little knowledge of the periodic table means... <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I named them after actual Roman coins. Great, great. So, but they d d correspond directly to the uh, standard Pathfinder D&D... Uh, copper, gold, silver, and platinum in the order that I gave them to you. No Electrum? Not yet. I have that on the <laughs> list for, you know, as things go on. What about Ethereum? Where are we at on that? <laughs> um, uh, well, first, what must invent the computer? Get on it. Easy magics. <clears throat> the uh, old Carl Sagan quote, if one wishes to bake an apple pie, first one must invent the universe. Well, if you want cryptocurrency, first one must invent 
Charles Babbage, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the map he shows us doesn't have the lab- like names and stuff on it, right? Uh, it has the names that the Behemoth gave it, uh, which no one seems to want to use. Is there any indication that we're going to be... Because, like, so he wants us to go uh, west instead of up and down. So is there any, like, indication where the kingdom, like, the old human kingdom was that uh, Fernando's parents uh, were a part of? You knew it was somewhere far to the west. Um, and based on his description, you would think that it would be uh, far to the west and north of the river. Okay. And to be honest, uh, Sergio is not, like, insisting that you you only explore this area. This is the area he is asking you to explore. Uh, so that, because that's, you know, the first bout of his in, uh, intelligence and information gathering, he wants to take place in that section. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. When they're all like, when he's like pointing to the map where he wants us to explore, I'll like point uh, point to the mountains and say the river folk said he had cousins from the mountains, and uh, there were always stories that there were no behemoth beyond the mountains. Should that be our end goal? Is the mountain range? Yeah, if you can uh, travel west far enough to find the mountains, then yeah, that sounds like a a good enough place. And, uh, probably a good reason to take horse rather than take a boat, as one of those would allow you to explore the mountains. The other one would kind of quirks his mouth. He's like, as, uh, as much as I believe that you could get a boat over a mountain, let's, <laughs> let's not try that. Were, were we younger? I would agree with you. Now we are far too old and wise to know that such a thing is not to be accomplished by, well, us. Uh, you hear Cassia snort loudly at the uh, idea of you all being wise. <laughs> Cassia. It was a royal eye. Or royal we. Imperial we is an imperial we. As the, by far the oldest person in the room, she's had to deal with your shenanigans for years. <laughs> with uh, that business taken care of uh, Sergio will leave you to your preparations Ferusius, hear me out we need some men or women to go with us for the ones that are wily in the ways of the outside the walls that are <laughs> oh dear god you're better the jade serpents <laughs> <laughs> that are Completely dedicated to you or the the serpent you represent. I was gonna suggest like not it's exactly the same, but we should at least like bring people with us we can send back as messengers or do we have hawkers yet? Some way so like you know when we're three weeks away and we need to send a message back, we don't have to ride back for three weeks. I mean we could also just pull people that are in our district and see if we have anybody that's has skills better than those that are our guards. Um, I was going to suggest like, putting like hawking skills, right? I was going to suggest. Uh, wait, Nico, why don't you? Uh, why don't you train your uh, newest 
rat. Nezzy five. I don't think Nezzy Nezzy the fifth. Um, long long live her reign. You, you could teach her to scout back, <laughs> or you could get some sort of a rat with ra- how wings. Fast can it, how fast is a rat? She cannot run me, in full plate. <laughs> <laughs> what about the dryads? Can I use those as some kind of messaging system? Uh, they refuse to come anywhere near the city. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, what about like a half between? You know, what is that? A, it's some a big sort of gap, a, but it's a, a closable gap. I'm sure. Some sort of set up a Dropbox. Some sort a of Dropbox. No, yeah. some some sort of a communication system amongst the the different uh, trees, like a like a like a tree mill. <laughs> Do it for the vine. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm loving this. This is great. Oh, uh, that's because you don't you don't feel the pain of puns. There's no pain in puns. Yeah, you guys could definitely have some men with you that can act as messengers. You might be able to convince the Dryads to deliver some messages for you, um, as well as, you know, when you're close uh, to the city, sending Nezzy back as well. Any and all of those ideas will and can work. So one of the things Tack wants to do above and beyond what was suggested is that he, in the interim... Uh, has been studying more about how to craft scrolls, since that was something that was recently discovered, and he thought as a one of the few people in the city that can actually do that, that he should probably do that. Um, so he's also going to want to take some time to craft some scrolls as contingency plans. Okay. So, yeah, you guys will take a couple of days to pick your men and get things... Uh, you know, get lay in supplies, and while well, Tacitus uh, writes scrolls, I will uh, uh convince my uh convince my mom to uh stay with the Jade Serpents, since uh I feel like it'll probably be where she'd be most comfortable. We're we're bringing them with us, right? Not all of them. Jesus Christ! We should, I don't want all of them. We around. should bring all of them. <laughs> we should bring every single one. Of them. <laughs> Just in we case, should. who knows what could happen out there? <laughs> Plus, I don't, I don't feel safe with the serpents being left behind. Who knows what could happen? Do you really want us potentially finding some magical artifact for them to latch onto yeah, instead fine. of that statue they got? Yeah, it'd probably be for the best. <laughs> <laughs> How am I the only one that thinks we shouldn't give the cult magic items? <laughs> oh my god, how did I become the voice of reason? I've become everything that I hate! Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's, your, what's your character's alignment? Uh, I think it's uh, something good. Yeah, chaotic good. Right, who, else, who else in the party is good aligned? None of you evil! <laughs> <laughs> I almost swore again, so I had to stop myself. Ah. <laughs> uh guys take a couple days however long you want um the really the only consideration is going to be how late in the year you're going to want to be traveling and uh it being uh the heart of summer you still have a couple months before uh winter weather closes in also the while it wouldn't be as comfortable for you know, camping or traveling, the rivers in the the Great Valley are 
mild enough that you can travel in winter. Should we set out in summer and come winter use the river use the rivers to get home? Uh, yeah, see, okay, I'm not a fan of this whole using the water systems. <sighs> Here we go. Um <laughs> So, so question, Sergio specifically wants us to scout. Does he want us to set up any sort of, like, outposts beyond? Right now he was just focusing on what was out there. Okay. Finding out what's out there and, you know, just so he can start making actual plans as opposed to right now where he's just like, well, I, we could do this, but if we, you know, ran into Behemoth here, then we'd have to do this and... No, he, he just wants concrete information as to what's out there. Okay. All right, well, Tack will make up a couple uh, scrolls of Lesser Restoration. Because if there's anything that's going to hit us and be annoying, it's probably going to be ability drain or damage. Mm-hmm. Probably one of, or one or two of removed paralysis as well. Mostly healing and utilitarian type spells. Okay. By the way, he has, he has second level spells now, so that's kind of a cool thing. It is. I'm officially a better divine caster than Nico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, take it. I, I, I am. I'm going to run with it, too. Only took Good. me seven levels. Someone needs to save us <laughs> yeah, from ourselves. It's not me. Octavia <laughs> is going to make sure she has clear instructions on um, how she wants the district to move forward. And what to do in different scenarios. Be like, all right, if someone comes to trade, these are who you should send them to. All that stuff. So it will continue to function. Uh, Tack is also going to make sure that uh, Felicita and Fernando both uh, are aware of what's going on. But also um, Felicita asked her to mind the temple. She at this point knows the teachings and at least can help people um, if they have questions about the faith and that kind of stuff. I just, I, I like this idea of, you know, uh, Octavia, you know, making sure that the district is going to be run right and that there'll be enough supplies and people will be in the right place. And Tacitus, uh, you know, preparing his spells and preparing his church. And uh, Nico and Ferusius just petting and uh, uh, brushing their pets. Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. I'm not doing Putting anything. Getting get my saddle ready. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> my, my little pony hour over here. Yeah. You have the color changing rat? When you dip it in water? Ooh. Warm water and cold water? Uh, that'll be the next one. All right, that's the next one. Turns blue when you dump it in really cold water for a long amount of time. <laughs> There's a, a thing in Minecraft that if you use a name tag to name a sheep uh, Jeb, it constantly changes its colors. <laughs> Old Nezzy Jeb's coming up next. Watch Jebby? out. Yep. Tune in. Next episode. That's right. <laughs> Heading out uh, on the south side of the river. Uh, so what path are you planning on taking? I was going to treat it like a puzzle. Start with the borders. Shall we start with the northern or southern border then? Uh, the northern border would be on our right, which is right. So let's go that route. <laughs> but we do want to see what's going on farther south, because we want to know about Be- 
the Bayomet. So that would be the fastest way to find out that information if we go south. So left is right. All right, let's let's make sure we make a note of that, everyone. In the future, left is right. I'm feeling very gaslit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm only saying this, though, because of this. This isn't because I mess with anyone. I just think it would be smarter for us to go south and make sure there's actually no Bayomet. Mine was 100% to mess with people. I, uh, I was going to say south because haven't we... We've been on the Northern River, right? Uh, a, Only a short distance since the fall of the Bayomet. Uh, but it was the Middle River we came in on in episode one, right? Oh, yes. Yes, it was. Uh, some of you are from uh, some of the areas that you'll be exploring. Um, I'll be real honest with you. I have these notes laid out in such a way that they're easy to uh, read while you guys are exploring. They're really hard to search right now to find out which one of you are from this area, which one of you are from north of the river. <laughs> uh, yeah, so South River sounds good. Uh, so... Uh, you uh, wait till uh, a, a uh, nice day for traveling and leave the Imperial City on a summer, or not the Imperial City. I got in the habit of calling it that. Now I need to break myself of that. You leave Holosia on a uh, a sunny, uh, Great Valley day, summer day, and uh, begin moving out. Uh, within a few days travel. You find yourself now beyond uh, the area that you had previously explored uh, to uh, when, while fighting the bandits, and officially further than anyone from the city has been since the night of the the assault on the palace. As you move through this area, you can see that it was once a densely populated area. This was, after all, the center of the Bayamith Empire. However, the retreating Bayamoth troops set fire to many of the fields and small villages. Uh, you know this was in de- direct contradiction to the orders the warlocks had given the soldiers, but probably uh, was done by the military as they retreated, as in the military leaders uh, disagreed with the, the warlocks. Um, now the burnt remains of villages, farms, and towns could be seen everywhere, and the forest grows in many of these former bastions of civilizations. However, the land is not empty. As you are moving through, you'll see some small communities of uh, your people packing themselves into densely populated and heavily fortified communities, trying to eke out a living in the shadow of the for their fortifications while preparing for what they see as the inevitable return of the Bayamith. Much as your people are much much as your people are in the in Helosia, just on a much smaller scale. I will, uh, uh, everywhere we stop, I will tell them about the Order of the Shield, which is my Cavalier Order, which I'm going to have to, you know, convince a bunch of crazy idiots to uh, follow. What? We're not calling it the Order of the Gong? <laughs> uh, I actually think I have a normal oh. shield, not a gong shield, because I didn't get one until, like, this level. Uh, that should be heresy. So, uh... It's either gong or it's nothing. <laughs> we have a reputation to uphold. <laughs> That's the you got the gong, you can't that's go wrong. Right. That's that's, that's the, the motto. That's what we that's yell what they as we say charge. In the city all the time. Uh, and I'm fairly certain we got a fresh gong off of the uh, prison camp that, or the one yeah, the prison camp that we uh, liberated. 
So you can even have a fresh mint gong. Are you guys still in like piecemeal armor? Have you not had real armor made up? I have a breastplate. No. I gotta keep it original. They they gotta know that we're of the four or whatever, you know? The OGs. The the, the two high kings and their servants. Or, or right. that we were sent out by Helosia, you know, to unite our people and not be wearing, you know, the rags of years of servitude. No, everything everybody has is because of us and they will know it. <laughs> well, I built my breastplate myself, so Yeah. See, you guys he gets it. <laughs> I have a church. I have a family. I have a breastplate. I kind of have a family again. Mm. She built I, that You family. got lucky. I think that wasn't... <laughs> we could have fixed that for you, but apparently... Get it? Apparently. <laughs> we shouldn't have just murdered her. Uh, as Tack goes through these places, Tack will also be um, spreading the good faith. Letting people know that the beginning is nigh. Alright. <laughs> Whatever the equivalent is. Uh, yeah, at least in this first area, uh, people seem to be uh, quite suspicious of you. Uh, some of them have had encounters uh, with either the same bandit group that you dispatched or groups like it. Uh, some are willing to talk and trade... Uh, but none will actually allow you inside the fortified communities. Just, you know, meet on the outskirts. Uh, Tack will also continue his practice of, like, giving out a couple of the gold coins. Um, not a lot, but enough to be like, hey, you know, here's a... If you get to Holosia, you see other people that are trading. These have value. Use these. But not... He's not going to actually make people trade for them since he knows right now, um... Trade goods are more valuable than coin. Use them to settle your debts, both private and public. Literally seed money. Hey, you're an angel investor, Cleric. About a, a week into your journey, uh, you are going to come to a large field that probably at one time was like a, a pasture land next to a community that you now see uh, stands uh, as far as you can tell, completely uh, abandoned. Um, and uh, as you approach the field, you can begin to see why. Uh, it, the entire field is covered in uh, bones of uh, what looks to be Rame, Terran corpses. Uh, the entire field. Uh, and as you get a little bit closer, you can see that they are lined up in neat uh, rows as if uh, the Behemoth had lined them all up row after row after row and then moved through and executed them. Uh, tackle, if possible, pull up uh, the, the caravan. And he's going to want to go through and place um, the wooden discs of Javenius on their eyes and perform last rites if he could. Uh, he will rapidly run out of uh, wooden discs. Should we uh, should we make camp and, I don't know, try to give these people a burial? I would appreciate that. No one should have an ending such as this. Uh, yeah, I will ride back to the main of our forces then and start setting up camp. Next to this creepy abandoned village, you begin setting up your camp. 
um, and begin the long and uh, arduous task of burying this many dead. Uh, they obviously had just been left to the elements uh, probably soon after the revolt in the palace. So at, about a decade ago. Uh, we should probably keep our eyes open for undead as well in this whole village. So as Tack is going through and performing last rites every so often, he'd throw a, a channel out kind of as a, well, let's see if any of these guys move. <laughs> Seems like a good plan. Uh, doubly so when the DM asks for perception checks. Uh, 23 from Octavia, 21 from Nico, uh, and 15 and 14 from Tack and Perusius. And at least in the case of Tacitus, he said he was specifically looking out for undead. So, uh, as you are moving around this field and uh, performing last rites, trying to... Uh, you know, gather up all the the scattered bones and uh, bits of remains. Uh, you will notice uh, that the, the the executions continue on into the town themselves, and that in the town uh, there are uh, cages of what were, uh, or there are cages of that are filled on the bottom with bones, indicating that people probably were left here just to uh, die in these cages. As you uh, move closer to the town, you can see that some of these cages had been burst open from within. Uh, and as you move to explore that, you can see that there are the town is awash with zombies. Very close to a hundred of them. Nice. Alright, uh, how many of my channels did I get through up until this point? We'll say half. Okay. Uh, I guess I pull my sword. <laughs> if you yeah. point out a hundred zombies. I guess it's time to dance. <laughs> I'm not going to dance with the zombies, I'm just going to try to dust them. <laughs> Each their own. Uh, so, as I finally get my Notes in order for this. And uh, that would be initiative. Ooh. Hey, if anybody wants to uh, roll twice and take the better result, I can do that for the party. Because I have a planning domain ability that I've been ignoring for the past three levels. Like, we can all do that? Yeah. So Tax just been lazy. He's just not wanting to go first, you know? So we'll probably have to go in and, hey, look, it worked. Look, I'm going the fastest, or not the fastest. I'm not going the slowest. Oh. <laughs> so, you guys, uh, as you are searching around, you know, uh, begin to realize how many zombies there are, uh, and we'll have a few moments to set up before uh, the undead begin pouring out of the gates of this town. Uh, so, uh, we'll pick up the combat just as you know you guys have got yourself set up how do you want to set yourselves up i mean we should take a good formation try to protect the archers some sort of a phalanx shield wall yeah how much time would we say we have could we like set up like a, a barrier of sorts between us and them yeah you could have yeah and maybe 
I don't know, set it on fire. They come to us and then they can just burn. I don't know. So that fire thing sounds like it might be destroying resources and it could get out of hand. Yeah, I mean, this whole village is dead, right? I don't know. Just love the escalation there. Well, let's see if maybe we can build a fence and then set it on fire. (laughs) (laughs) It just sounds super cool, too. Are the majority of the horde like in uh like together or are they wandering around the village? Uh when you notice them they'll they will be wandering around the village, but they are thick enough in there that you realize that if you like start to engage one, you're going to be engaging them all. Uh and it, you know you you're you know your activity outside the city is going to be drawing them out of the city towards you. Uh, at which point they will be massing through the gates and they will be as one unit. Or a flaming barricade. You see? And then if maybe if everyone was using gong shields, <laughs> we'd just bang on that a little bit and then they'd come right to us. Or a flaming bear. <laughs> I'm listening. Think about that. That was the end of it. Just... Oh. Can you make your rat into a bear or something? Uh, I've made my cho- I've made my choices. Okay, <laughs> flaming rat it is. We okay, so we just tie a torch onto onto Nedzi's tail, and have her run through the town. This is this is actually not a bad idea. This is a horrible idea. <laughs> Once we get this barricade set up, Nezzy will light the barricade as it leads the zombies to the barricade. So what would I have to roll to? <laughs> <laughs> Or we just we just form up a good uh, defensive position, let the archers do their work, and the four yeah, of us yeah. clean up slop. I guess so. That that I guess that'll work. That'll suffice. I mean, there there literally were uh, Roman troops that did exactly what you guys are describing, except they did it with pigs, and it went about as well as you would expect. They rolled poorly. Amazingly, that's why Rome <laughs> ruled the Mediterranean. It's also why this, the this known world is known. If this legend was not known, it would have it wouldn't have worked then. Uh, universally, every time humanity has tried to train animals to deliver munitions, the at least some of the animals deliver the munitions back to their owners. In Wanted, when they smothered the C four peanut butter on the stop, rats, y- you that would stop right now flawlessly. <laughs> oh my god! Anyways, you guys build a a hasty picket fence. Uh, and uh, assume a defensive uh, position just before uh, the zombies coming pouring out of this city. Uh, so, um, as you get close, some of the, your men, you know, looking at Nico and Askins, like, really? You, you, you really want us? Oh, okay. Start lighting the picket on fire. And uh, uh, Nico, you can start us off. All right, let's see here. And so, how far are the zombies away? Uh, I mean, you can. You would have set up the the picket. How far out of the city? Say a hundred feet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and at which point you can start firing? You know, what range would you start firing at them? Uh, probably at the range of the weapon was like eighty feet. So. Okay. So eighty feet. 80 feet. Let's see. I think I've got two attacks now. How does this work? Like that. Oh, that's cool. But I also have the third attack with my other thing. Why do I have so many attacks? 
I'll just do archer. this for now. Okay. I now have multi-arrow. What does multi-arrow do? Is that the one where you shoot two arrows from one attack? Yeah. First attack shoots two arrows. Yeah, the first attack does. So just, I would say just double your damage on your primary attack, if that's possible. Add another d8? Another die. I think it would, yeah. yeah. That'll do. That'll do it. Okay, I'll have to figure that out. Things got carried away. Perseus. I uh, will take a shot with my crossbow, and only one shot, even though I have two attacks now that I remember that I have two attacks. Because I have to reload a crossbow. And I have to fix a crossbow. Uh, and that one. Ah, nice to know some things never change. Tacitus! Uh, so these things are 100 feet out. 80. 80, sorry. Um, so Tac is going to set himself up in a... If there's a gap, if there is a... Somewhere where he can be kind of at the front line. Um, and he's just going to hold... These things don't move quick. Uh, so he'll actually uh, cast Bless. And wait for things to get a little closer. Everybody can have a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and saving throws against fear. Alright. Uh, these things do not move quickly. Uh, they uh, stagger forward uh, 20 feet. Uh, so, um, it occurs to me that I am probably running this part too slow. But we'll go at least for this turn. Uh, Atavia. Alright, well, we'll try to use the bow. It worked well last time, so... Well, I tried. I mean, you did hit one of them. Boot. As it is going to be uh, three rounds of them before they actually move up on you, uh, hey, Nico, take two turns. Oh, man, that's a lot of, that's a lot of arrows. Alright, here's uh, turn one. And then I'll roll that extra damage. And then this is roll two. And, you know, those, those look okay, I guess. But yeah, these are kind of low rolls and low damage. <laughs> That's a, I, I'll just still maintain some distance. I guess if they move up, though, um, I'll try to stay outside of, you know, within 30 feet, I guess. Uh, Furusia, same thing. Take two turns. Uh, I will swear in Rame, throw the crossbow to the ground, mount up on my horse, oh no. <laughs> grab, uh, pull my sword out, uh, and get ready to charge when they are closer. Uh, hey, Tacitus, have two turns. So I have the ability to cast Shield Other. <laughs> <laughs> but I intend to use it as a learning aid. <laughs> and there's no learning going on right now. I've learned I'm not an archer. <laughs> and I've learned you're not a target for shield uh, shield other. Um, they are 60 foot out, correct? Uh, during your two turns, they will be 60 and then 40. Uh, so I'd like to move up 30 with a move. Uh, dump a uh, channel on them. And then I will back up and effectively kite them with two channels. Okay. So, let me click on old channel energy, which is now 2d6. Oh my gosh, there's so much text. <laughs> you uh, didn't make a separate attack without the text? 
Well, I did the text because I need to look up what the DC is. So it's going to be plus my charisma modifier of three. So it's going to be a DC 14 twice. Uh, so they made one and failed one. Well, so they take half damage from the first and full damage for the second. Which, and then last but not least, Octavia, uh, what two turns of stuff are you doing? All right, I'm going to use my bow of the first bit. And then I'm like, well, the sauce isn't working well. And seeing Ferusius getting ready to just, you know. Be Ferusius. Charge in. <laughs> um, she'll put her bow back and then pull out her short sword and dagger. Hey, I'm waiting, like, for orders this time. I'm not just running forward because I have mommy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's not here, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, and as they are approaching 20 feet from your front lines, uh, we'll pick back up with Nico. They're on 20 feet now? Yep. Oh, that's the danger zone. <laughs> Alright, well, that's that's it for me. I'll just keep them within the 20, and I'll move back a little bit. As you guys are firing, you are seeing individual uh, zombies uh, fall apart and, and crumble into dust. But there are just uh, so many of them. You'd estimate that there's probably still around 50 or 60 in this horde coming towards you guys. Uh, Ferusius, it is your turn. Uh, so, uh, we're, like, we're up against this picket fence. How, like, wide is it? 30, 40 feet long? Okay, I will ride to one end and start attacking the horde in melee. So, you are moving up to engage in melee. I don't think a ten... Well, it might hit, because it's a horde. Does a ten hit? Uh, a ten does not hit, but uh, it, it's it's fairly close. Uh, Tachagis. So, I just want the internet to know that when I chose not to uh, shield, of, shield other on him, um, he was sealing his own fate. That was the warning shot that I was firing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just for the good of the order uh, and I'm going to channel again for a 6, six with a DC 14 for half um, and then I will order our archers to begin a controlled uh, retreat so like every they'll, they'll step back basically do what Nico's doing okay just tell them to follow their their uh, archery captain and I will also back off so the zombie horde moves up to the picket fence and your front line. Uh, they move up to Octavia, in other words, uh, but uh, are slow enough they don't get to actually attack her. However, they are just moving in and around uh, uh, Ferusius, who takes 13 points of damage from a, a horde of zombies. Wait, does this wall of zombies just swallow him? Uh, essentially, yeah. Oh. He's on a horse. Oh, yeah, your horse takes 13 oh, points of damage as well. That was going to be my next question. Uh, and then, Octavia, it is your turn. Alright, so... Um, Octavia's just going to move up then, so she's up with them, and then she's going to use her... I can fight with two weapons now, so she'll do a... I don't think I can do that, though, this turn, so... 
Um, like you had said that you would mo- you had moved up to be like alongside Perusius. They would have moved up so so they would have been right beside you. Perfect. Well then, we'll do that then. I probably won't get sneak, but because you hit twice. The men that you have as your front line also uh, engage, and your archers engage. You would estimate that there's about still at least forty zombies. Uh, in front of you, and it is Nico's turn. Yeah, I'll focus my shots around Ferocious and Octavia to try to alleviate some of the horde about them. I got some good numbers there. Good numbers. That's how you use a bow, crossbow. Take notes. <laughs> you know, we've been together for some time. I could have showed you some things. <laughs> but it's okay. I get it. It's cool. Ferusius. Alright, I think I set this up correctly, so let's see if it works. So far, nothing has worked. Uh, <laughs> that did not work. The second one is at a minus five. But I think a 19 and a net 20 will hit this guy. Will hit the horde. Uh, yeah. And then I will have my horse withdraw outside of the horde. And probably like 30 feet away. If I can. Uh, yeah. Uh, you were kind of at the back end of the horde when you, uh, you did that attack, so you back off. Tacitus! How far am I from Octavia? About 20 feet. Uh, I will fly on over... I'm a horse, which doesn't fly. Uh, and hit her with a shield other, since Ferusius just left her on the front line. <laughs> uh, the audience cannot see the enthusiastic <laughs> nodding that, that Jaime is giving them at a thumbs up. Just wait until I learn harm. Just wait. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the zombies begin crawling over your uh, front line, damaging uh, the fence and uh, your uh, front line troops. Uh, because of the fence, however, they do not actually get to harm Octavia and Tacitus this round. Instead, are just spend their round tearing down the fence, uh, making it Octavia's turn. All right. Let's try to kill some of them. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. you guys keep rolling uh, criticals. They're a horde. The, They're the, a horde. The... No! It's fine. My original damage was more than my uh, than what it would do if I confirmed. <laughs> yep. So it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Nico! The, the horde has thinned out considerably, but there still are at least 20 zombies in this horde in front of you. That seems like a manageable number. Let's shoot some of them. All the crits. All the crits. Crits for days. Uh, all, all the crits, mainly because uh, none of them actually matter. None of them. Well, that's why we're getting so many. Yep. They matter to us, Jim. They matter to us. Because we know they exist and they're taunting us. That's right. We just need some wins. Uh, Ferusius, it is back to you. Alright, I will swing twice with my sword. 
uh, 15 and 14 to hit, and then because I can, I will withdraw to the other side of the horde. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually, you don't even need to withdraw to the other side of the horde, uh, as the, you know, the, the, the firing of, uh, your archers and, uh, Nico has whittled them down to, uh, only about 15, and you riding through the remaining horde, slashing your flaming longsword at them, uh, causes the, the last of the, the knots of them to, to fall, and, uh, what few remain are easily dispatched. I.e., the horde has run out of hit points. Uh, attack will gather the troops around and then throw out his last channel for the day to heal them six hit points since they did get some scuffs. He will include Ferusius in this. <laughs> Good to know. The horse will live another Not the day. horse, just Ferusius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I just include the horse and not Ferusius. <laughs> That'd be better. But no, I'll include everybody. That would be bad if you had a limit on people you could channel based on your level. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give Jim any ideas. I mean, I guess the limit is the amount of people you can fit in 30 feet, a uh, 30 foot, 30 foot diameter. So technically, you just you just start stack them. You yeah, just... you can channel, you can heal more gnomes than humans at a time, and you can squeeze, so you can squeeze more people in there too. Or goblins. Oh yeah. man, goblins now, is, are broken. Is this a thirty? Is this like a a thirty foot dome mm-hmm. of sorts that it would cover? So if you if you stood on some kind of pedestal, I mean, I'm already on a pedestal. And then, yeah, that's fair. And then you just had people on each other's shoulders. You could stack like a... Or, I like to think of me bringing balance to the world because I'm also channeling and healing the earthworms. And all the stuff underground. Oh, wow. Even though they only have one hit point. I just assumed it's a flat circle, not a uh, sphere since we live on a flat earth, but, you know. Technically, it does say radius. It does say radius. I think... But does it say area? I think it, it it's the same, like, so does Fireball, and that's decidedly a ball. It's so. technically a burst. 30-foot radius <laughs> centered on the cleric, yeah. Because mm. at that point, I could turn it 90 degrees and make, like, a, a saw wheel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the answer is it's a sphere. <laughs> we got to add the feat that instead of channel ray, we have channel uh, saw wheel? Channel flatter. <laughs> <laughs> Channel disc. Channel disc. <laughs> Trying dangerously close into just creating DBZ moves at this point. So, <laughs> are we surprised? No, no. After we kill these, uh, after we finish off the horde, like searching the town, is there anything of value left? Are the buildings in like livable condition? In reasonably livable condition. They have been abandoned for like 10 years, and a lot of the big important ones were set fire to. Uh, that fire did spread throughout part of the town. Um, but you have, I mean, if this was some sort of post-apocalyptic role-playing game, uh, you'd be real psyched to build a settlement here. From the perspective of you and I, uh, th- th- this is a ruin. Should we uh should we send one of our messengers back, guys, with this location of this town? 
Yeah. Yes, I don't know. We should probably always alert the chance of giant zombie hordes just hanging around out there. <laughs> we dispatch yeah. them, but there's a chance. True. Watch yourself. Hey guys, so you know how we occasionally fight undead? Well, out here, there are hordes of them. Free range. They're free range. And it's actually a herd. Herd of undead. Is that the collective noun for mm-hmm. a group of zombies? Herd? That's boring. You should write a campfire song about this. I'll give you me a home where the zombie oh. hordes roam. That was that was painful. And the, 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 the part of me that grew up uh, watching the Muppet Show really wants to make a herd of what? Herd of zombies. Of course I've heard of zombies, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a question about full attack because it's been a while. Since I have two up in fighting, I could sword, sword, shield, right? Yes. And two of them would be at a neg two, and one of them would be at a neg five. Seven. Seven. Okay. And technically, what kind of shield are you using? Light steel. Because I didn't want the neg four and the neg four. Yep. <laughs> Just double checking that. Well, you got a baby gong shield. You got a little symbol shield. It's just a dinner gong. It's not even the war gong. It's just an actual dinner gong. It is the symbol of my order. Ah, ah, see what I did there? <laughs> Alright, well, that was a, a fun episode. Let's uh, just end now. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Well, guys, we've we've been, we've had pun. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we will, uh, I don't know if we have longitude and latitude to to take coordinates, but should write down where this place is and send one of the uh, one of the riders back. Okay. Can we put some sort of a marking on the outside of the building just to let them know that we've cleared it? Or just ju- just the word cleared? Yeah, it's a lot of words though. Like it's a lot of letters. I don't trust that anybody can read. Does Helosia have a uh, have a symbol? Like this? Do we have like a sun symbol that we've been using? Do we have tabards? tabards and um yeah there was uh the, uh throughout the uh, old imperial palace what is now just helosia palace uh there was a repeating symbol of uh sunburst that people have te- uh started to use as the symbol of the city uh the 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 city itself's name coming from people sort of mispronouncing uh the word for City of the Sun. So yeah, we could draw uh, a sun on one of the gates, or leave like a stick with a tabard hanging from it. I think drawing the symbol on the gates is enough. Just something that if people come through, we can be like, yes, we've we've checked this place out. Not necessarily trying to mark our territory, but also just let those that come after know that we cleared this building at least once. And if it becomes an issue where there's more undead inside. We probably need to come back and I need to bring some silver silver and some holy water. <laughs> yep, sounds like a plan. I really should have made some, some holy water. Maybe next time we go back. You could uh, go to the river and get some. I need silver. Oh, yeah. There's nothing holy about the water in the river. You got some silver coins? It doesn't work like that. It's, it needs to be sanctified silver and... Listen, it's very explaining. Oh, actually, Nico, you should know better. You're another caster. <laughs> yeah, but not not with all this. Not with these, these gods. 
Even though yeah, you, these alleged <laughs> these alleged gods him. that give you powers. Yeah, I would, I would be careful with that alleged part too loud. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, darn shame if your rat just walked off one day. <laughs> That's true. Like, nah, I've had enough of you blaspheming my 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 god. I'm out of here. Uh, listen, I'll just get another. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, so, guys, camp alongside that abandoned city and uh, spend probably more than a day burying all of the even just interring the bones into mass graves uh there are hundreds of uh bodies worth of bones here not including the approximately hundred or so zombies that you just killed and we we don't burn bodies right we we do bury them uh that is that has been the like the post-freedom way of dealing it with it was uh, burying bodies. Okay. Uh, would you say we uh, spend enough time doing this to uh, regain all our hit points back? Oh, easily. Yes. Several times over. Cool, cool, cool. I don't need to get a new horse. <laughs> so, as you continue south along the river from there... Uh, the river that you're moving alongside, for the most part, uh, stretches uh, around a mile across uh, and is sort of slow, uh, but is quite deep. You occasionally will see boats on the river, but uh, they appear to be leery of anyone coming from, uh, you know, any group of armed individuals such as yourselves. And mostly shy away from you we really should um look into making a banner and having a bannerman with the the party just so we can identify ourselves to others eventually the the reputation of Helosia will spread and we will not be feared as marauders and, and maybe some sort of livery or the idea of, of you know maybe we should upgrade our armor so we don't look like a bunch of bandits I say all this when Ferusius is out, like, taking a leak or something one day. When I'm out bathing in the river. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the the boats we see, do they all appear to be of the river folk? Or are there any other people we see up and down the rivers? Uh, you do see other people up and down the rivers. Uh, some appear to be uh, fishing, um, and others appear to be kind of moving up and down cautiously. You will... Uh, see some boats as you move around of the river folk, and some of them will come in uh, close enough to launch a canoe or two to trade. Uh, Tack is going to pay attention and try to learn the language. Language and having to understand new languages was not something that he had high on his list of life accomplishments to start tackling at the ripe old age of 54. Do you have ranks of linguistics? I have a single rank in linguistics that I just put in last level. Alright, uh, give me a linguistics check. A 24, cool. Uh, Tack is pretty much convinced that these river folk are not speaking an actual language. That their language is a, uh, a creole, a hodgepodge mixture of other languages. Uh, the first group that you met did mention that they come from uh, what they were calling the lands in between. And you're pretty certain that they're that they come from whatever borderland between 
uh, various cultures are. I would explain this to Octavia, who would go uh, dull in the eyes as I try to mansplain something she already figured out. <laughs> and then I would apologize and be like, right, you already knew this. Sorry, it's new to me. After seeing her go dull in the eyes, you look around the camp like, okay, cool. I'll go explain this to Furs. He's his horse. Yeah, at least he appreciates me. <laughs> Nay. Uh, Alright. Um, so, beyond there, continuing on, and uh, a, a short couple days travel beyond there, the river begins, uh, the river which had been heading more or less southeast, bends and begins heading more or less east. Uh, and as you move into this area, you can see another uh, largish uh, fortified community up ahead. Uh, and uh, this one has, uh, on the road leading into there, uh, a small fort has been built over the road itself. Uh, forcing anyone that's taking the road to pass through the fort and therefore deal with the fort's defenders. The fort has a makeshift banner overhead uh, that appears to be uh, a, uh, a sort of a, a rendering of a starburst. Not the candy. Dang it. I'm going to wrap this fort with my mouth. Uh, can I roll Knowledge Imperial Center on it? Uh, effectively, no, because th this would be uh, the first time that you had seen this particular... Actually, you know what? Yes, because it occurs to me that should cover rebellion groups as well. 23. You are aware that you have heard some stories of uh, a rebel group uh, that had been operating uh, outside of the city that was something along the lines of uh, the Star of Freedom or the Star of Hope. Might been more than one, you're thinking? Uh, a whole bunch of them that all had star of something along those lines that had operated throughout this area. I will relay that information to everyone, reminding them, because we probably heard of them while we were planning to siege the castle. And then simply add, I hope that, you know, them putting their fort on a highway doesn't mean they've become highwaymen. Technically, they're probably just hopefully taking a a toll. Highway to hell. Make better <laughs> roads. <laughs> I, I don't know. Want to go? Yeah, that's definitely definitely. Yeah. Should, that's... should we go knock? <laughs> now that we know that they are yeah, the probably. children of the star. Might as well. Uh, the star lords. <laughs> All right. So. As you uh, approach the gate, uh, we should probably have our men wait and just the four of us approach so it doesn't look like, you know, an, uh, an invading force. There. All right. Maybe, maybe bring the, the supply train up a little closer. Just to make it look like, you know, we've got trade goods. And if they're going to try and rob us, at least that way, you know, we know, we know what they're after. We know. Dangle the carrot, so to speak, see if they bite. As you, the, now the four of you, approach, uh, one of them, uh, one of the uh, men up on the parapet of this uh, palisaded fort uh, will call down and say, uh, 
Who goes there? I, I don't... I don't recognize the symbol. Um, we are from Helosia. We're out looking for confirmation that the Behemoth aren't around anymore. And we saw your lovely fort, and we were trying to see if you'd be willing to trade and maybe forge a good connection between our city's forts. City forts. City forts. Fortified cities? <laughs> Fortified cities. Ooh, that's good. Our loose confederation of independent city-states. A coalition of uh, independent city-states? All right, so while you're arguing amongst yourselves uh, <laughs> what to call yourselves, he, he calls uh, down for you to wait a moment, and a few minutes later, uh, a small door uh, set into the large gate opens up, and a few men cautiously uh, come out to talk to you. I will dismount so we don't look as intimidating. It's a lot of work. <laughs> My knees don't move like they used to, dude. <laughs> Elderly warrior that is in charge, or that you uh, assuming are in, is in charge uh, of this group, kind of looks over your group and says, uh, That's the, the sunburst of the old Imperial City, isn't it? That's correct. Imperial City, now known, now now is uh, being known as Holosia, City of the Sun. Probably for the best. So, are you uh, affiliated with the uh, Lord Cosmo then? No, we we are affiliated affiliated only with uh, uh, those that rule uh, Holosia. Um, we are formerly of the Nazumi. Uh, now there's a name that I have heard. Ah. And out to trade, then, and, uh, find information about the Behemoth. Well, we've not seen any Behemoth here, although... And he sort of gestures the fort behind him. We have been preparing for their return for some time. As have we. Many of the reports that we have both gathered as well as received... Uh, have the behemoth seeming to have withdrawn from the larger area, so we're double checking and triple checking to make sure that is the case. When's the last? Yeah, when's the last time you've seen any of the behemoth? Here, uh, it's been going on five or six years at least, and those were scattered scouts. Last time that I saw them in force was uh, very nearly a decade ago. I've heard reports of uh, further sightings to the the south and west, but nothing that I would call credible. And he kind of shrugs and says, The river folk insist that uh, the, the rivers have been clear of them for at least a decade, maybe more. But who can say what whether or not to trust them? Speaking of the west, uh... Well, that is our path that we plan to travel for now. Is there anything we should know about beyond your uh, the territory you seem to have keep safe? Pass beyond a, more than a, a few days' ride to the west, and uh, I honestly know nothing. Uh, there's a to the north. Uh, there's uh, 
the lands of Lord Cosmo, and uh, he has been largely keeping uh, peace and uh, keeping things in order up there. Who is this Lord Cosmo? Uh, he was the originally the the leader of the the uh, the Star of Hope, uh, a rebel group that operated in uh, this area. Uh, his group was the the largest and by far the the most successful after the the Behemoth left this area. He uh, has been uh, largely keeping the the peace and uh kind of shrugs says been uh also one of the more successful at uh getting farmers to actually produce crops out of the ground we've been trying to trade what little we have with him for food it kind of winces and says i don't want to give you the wrong impression the man is not overly stingy it's just that his population is at least four times ours. Food and resources are still scarce. So the the area he's talking about is uh, where on on the map would it be comparatively to where we are? Almost straight north. I.e., if you had taken the northern river rather than the southern river, you would be talking to people that uh, followed Lord Cosmo right now rather than okay. this guy. See, guys, right was right. <laughs> uh, is there any reason you guys haven't um, made like a more formal relationship with uh, this lord? An abundance of caution. Uh, him uh, not wanting to overextend his influence beyond what he thinks he can actually guard. The fact that we are able to secure our own lands without him. We just... Haven't been as successful at uh, producing crops than he has. Uh, you also have a star banner. Were you not members of the Star of Hope? Star of Freedom, we were. Uh, I, th I recognized your banner when we rode up. I could have swore we at least heard of you during the taking of the palace. Ah, uh, the uh, original group back. Oh. Long enough that it was uh, more of a, a myth than a, anything that any of us remember. Apparently the original group was called the Rame Star. But uh, as years passed, the, the Behemoth would break us up and the survivors would go off and form their own group. There's at least two dozen of us that were star of something. We uh, managed to liberate the city and... Uh, Prohibit the Behemoth from executing all but a handful of our, our men, as well as uh, taking in quite a few from the, the surrounding countryside. Well, one of our other duties is to try to establish uh, trade with other, well, not bandits. You don't seem to be the banditing type. Um, we're about, what, ten days out? second oh no you're 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 right you're about so about uh about a 10 days travel back the way that we came uh to get to the imperial city um we're working on the food issue 
Don't know what you have to trade, but... Uh, and Tackle toss him a small bag of uh, the gold coins. They say, we're also working on minting these. So take these with you. They have value in the city. See if you can start good relations. Kind of peers inside, pulls one out, looks at it. All right. We uh we we cleared a abandoned settlement, so the way to the city should be relatively safe compared to the west of the wilderness. Uh, the city of the dead to the east, then. Yes. Uh, we had used that as uh the eastern boundary of our our lands. Was planning on going and clearing that out at some point. Apparently, we owe you some thanks. And, uh, kind of tucks away the, the pouch of coins that you just gave him. Says, and so, in return, I'll offer you this. I've sent men to scout to the west, and none have ever returned. Uh, men that I've sent across the river and send to the north have returned in small numbers, but none that have gone along the river to the west have returned. So, if you are to find Bayameth or other threats, you're probably going to be wanting to go there. Also, the forests to the north are rife with dryads, and uh, they treat that, that area as their own. So, if you are to try to travel north to talk to Lord Cosmo, tread lightly in the forests. There's some sort of... Stone sculpture up there that they uh, they guard. I've heard uh, some of the the hunters claim that if you are respectful, the dryads will let you look at the sculpture. But they've never let any of my men come close. And uh, if you can catch them in their op- in the open, they're not too tough. But in the deep forests, suicide to try to fight them. Uh, when he mentions weird dome sculpture, I will just look at everyone like, so is that where we're going? <laughs> I mean, it is now. But but further west is certain death. <laughs> Tempting. I thought, you'd be, Tempting. I thought you'd be the one, I expect you'd already be charging off with a dust plume behind you in your mount. Certain death, glory, you know. Boom, boom, boom. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. What? Are, what? <laughs> Do we have potatoes? Or tomatoes? Yeah. Uh, yes, to both of those. Okay. I assumed we had. I assumed we had tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, good. Um, if you want, you can ride out and, and check our supplies. See if there's anything you might be interested in trading. Not knowing exactly what you need. Uh, this is still straight up like a fort, not a city, right? There is a city beyond it. So you're you're at the entrance to uh, a, a valley in between a series of hills, and the best road into this valley, this fort, is uh, plopped on. Beyond that, you can see uh, farmland, and then beyond that, you can see uh, uh, the city walls. I suppose town walls would be more accurate. And before I I, for, I forget again, um, have you any any amongst your numbers who uh, have received the blessings of the divine? 
are able to cast spells on their behalf. To a limited extent, the the river folk claim that uh, the the people of the imperial center, sorry, Helosia, uh, have far more skilled uh, spellcasters than we. But uh, again, who can say? As he's about to, uh, you know, just be like, who could say what the the river folk, uh, uh, you know, can be trusted? It suddenly remembers, oh yeah, he's talking to you guys from the center. Like, oh, uh, you know, I'm sure that uh, your spellcasters are skilled enough. Probably more skilled than ours. Uh, Tech would reach into his things and pull out one of the Scrolls of Luster Restoration. Let's say, uh, give us the most talented amongst your, those who have answered the call of the divine. Uh, it can restore uh, some of the damage that the undead can cause. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to use it, but uh, we've we've discovered in the in the Halosia how to scribe uh, the blessings and the spells of the divine to be used for later. So, in case of emergency, and if they're interested. Uh, send him to the capital. Will do. And yes, yes, it is true. If uh, if they actually have a town and they're like gonna start looking over stuff to see if we have anything they want to trade, are we gonna be able to like actually go into this town and not have to make camp? Like, is there the equivalent of an inn here yet? So no, there wouldn't be. Well, yeah, there there is something in there for people to uh, stay in. Uh, however, nothing robust enough to handle all of your your men. So you would be still camping somewhere in the vicinity. Um, if you ask, uh, these men will let you into you and your your men uh, through the fort and into uh, the the valley. So at least you can camp in the relative safety of the area that they have fortified and are patrolling. I'm fine with that. Cool, cool, cool. Mm, same. We should also send back a messenger to tell about this place. Yeah. And of this Lord Cosmo to the north. So they said they were the Star of Freedom. Um, have you guys a name for your town? Your encampment? Your, your people here? It's totally not a name that I am generating right now because i forgot to give them a name i am not running star freedom through google translate into two different forms of latin <laughs> right uh no i i'm i i'm legitimately not doing that although uh we are uh run by uh the star we uh did not name our our city after that uh we uh simply refer to the the city as uh Viridium. Right, we'll make sure that we send the scout back with that information as well. Uh, and if you enter through the gate into the third district, that's the the district that uh, Octavia here is in charge of. So you'll be met with uh, good people there. You'll be met with overwhelming force. I just want to make sure they at least let them like get past the gates before they kill them. That way we don't have to carry the loot as far, you know? Mm-hmm. If you come to our district, we don't have taxes for a year. <laughs> and we have a pretty cool temple. Just saying. 
Uh, but yeah, as we enter, once again, order the shield. It is our job to protect the common folk and all that good stuff that I will be telling people about. What's the Jade Dragon stance and all that? Do you have to represent them as well? Jade Serpent. Uh, Jade Serpent, yeah, sorry. What is Listen, this? I'm hoping the order of the shield will become larger and we'll just subsume them in without, you know, letting them, you know, bring their cultists, cultiness with them. Maybe they'll become, like, a hidden organization within the Order of the Shield. Who knows? Maybe they'll be Illuminati someday. Some sort of alpha marine? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just have uh, all of the uh, the Jade Serpents carrying gong shields that have, are now blazoned with the, the symbol of the Jade Serpent, combining the two. There's a small symbol, like the musical instrument symbol, welded into the center of the the gong. Whenever they fall down, but Uh, so when you leave this place, which direction are you heading? West? The plan was west. To certain death. However, Ferusius heard about a weird thing in the woods surrounded by the naked tree ladies. I mean, I know the dryads, so yeah. they'll probably let us see it at least. Biblically. Yeah. I don't like how confident he is about that. <laughs> but, uh... This should be fine. We st- like our plan was to keep going west till winter. Do we want to keep that before deviating? How much? How much of a? You know, how much out of the way is this dome? It, I I said a stone statue earlier. I think. Uh, oh, I probably the, heard dome instead. Okay, stone statue. Yeah. Uh, I, I I was like I think the the internet distorted my words. No stone, as in rock. Uh, and. Uh, based on the uh, people's here description, uh, it is probably a uh, four days ride north. And then how far is Lord Cosmo beyond that? Probably almost an equal amount. Okay. Should we, if, so if uh, if Viridium and Holosia, like if by the time winter comes they have good relations... Should we winter in Viridium and then during the winter go check out the statue? Yeah, we could do that. Because four days in the winter might be rough, but we can just keep traveling west while we have weather. Nothing personal. I don't know that I want to winter outside the city. I'm fairly certain that my wife and son would like to have me home at some point. Not to mention I have a temple to run. I did forget you actually, you know, have a wife and son. I'm just I'm just excited to be out of the city and in the wilderness again. I know, I know this is your place. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know I just wanna go to those woods. That, like I have things that I love in the city. Understandable. And uh you guys are all great and stuff, That's but on uh you. That's on I you. can't I can't sense. cuddle you the same way as I cuddle my temple. <laughs> But that being said, if you guys want to winter here, that's fine. I can go back and run the district by myself. Hey, I have a very good fill-in. I've trained them hard. And you've trained them to listen to your, your wise religious counsel, right? Power corrupts. Yeah, that's why I'm making sure that you know I'm in place to take over if Octavia's uh, new person you know falls from grace. I am both the beginning and the end. Remember this. Can't wait for Civil War. <laughs> the movie? <laughs> so, what are you saying? 
No, the Ken Burns documentary. Oh, okay. Anyways, so uh, I believe the consensus was West? Question mark? Yeah. West sounds okay. great. Certain death. <laughs> I mean, we need to know if there's something out here. That was our main job. That's why we're getting the one-year tax abatement. So if we find something, we might be able to be like, hey, we found some stuff. We have proved loyal to our king. Emperor? What's his title? Administrator of the city is the the title that he has been uh, claiming. With the restructuring going on with... uh, you know, the farmers now swearing fealty to the city. There have been uh, some call uh, for him to be, uh, to, you know, claim the title of king. With your history of the Behemoth Empire, very few people are willing to discuss forming a new empire. That's wise. How old is he? Uh, Sergio? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's getting up there in age. Uh, he also has children, though. Okay, so there's someone to replace him, I guess? Yeah. Are they good kids? Like, can they do the job? His youngest is his favorite uh, to to uh, succeed him, and she is uh, both bright and competent, so it seems likely that she will uh, be able to succeed him and do a good job. Do we, do we know the children? Yes. I mean, if... Okay, I'd hate to like stroll back and like someone else is just in control, and they're like screw you guys. I, for one, am looking forward to pledging to one of the other siblings and you know starting the very <laughs> European style family uh, struggle for the throne. I'm looking forward uh, to the the child that's born in three or four years to one of the siblings, so that I can work on getting my son married into uh, the royal family. <laughs> Been watching a. Uh, been watching history documentaries on YouTube too. Yeah, that's what I've been bit, doing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that took a turn. Yeah, it did. Playing the long game. All right. So then we will pause there with you guys planning to uh, travel to the west, uh, into the darker section of the forest, and certain doom. That will bring us to the end of another session. Today we played Pathfinder 1st Edition, modified with some house rules. More information about the house rules and why we choose to implement them can be found at guardiansesplendor.com, along with information about our uh, custom homebrew campaign setting that we're playing in. The Pathfinder role-playing game is a product of Paizo Incorporated. More information about Pathfinder can be found at P-A-I-Z-O.com. That's Paizo.com. Rules and creature stat blocks I retrieve from Archives of Nethys, which can be found at A-O-N-P-R-D.com. We use the Roll20 app, found at Roll20.net, to host our character sheets, share handouts, and for our dice rolls. And as always, our intro and outro music is royalty-free music that we do not claim. The song we use is Robot Gypsy Jazz by John Bartman, which was retrieved from pixabay.com forward slash music. We're at Instagram at guardians underscore cast. We're at Twitter at guardians underscore cast. And we have our website at guardiansesplendor.com. I think that is everything. So, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Until next time, I've been Jim, your faithful game master. We have been the Guardians of Splendor, and we hope to see you next time. None of us are young anymore, so this hasn't been Go West, young man. It's been more so on the road again. (laughs) 